talking to some of the brightest names in contemporary Christian music and worship. This is the Artist Interview at Christmas. Hello and welcome to this very special Christmas edition of the Artist Interview. I'm your host, Gordon T, and it's my honour, privilege and pleasure to host this show where we get to talk to amazing artists from around the world of contemporary Christian music and worship. And wow, it's been an amazing year, but we have got also an amazing Christmas edition which has got not one, but six artists with us. So coming up, we'll be hearing from the likes of Lucy Grimble, Caleb and John, the guys from Our Atlantic Roots, and the wonderful Evan Craft. But before we start the Christmas celebrations, let's kick off with a song from Evan Craft. This is This Christmas. A moment in history, the manger, the mystery, God with us, Emmanuel. No one a holy night, angels declare flight. And I'm pleased to say that Evan Croft has just arrived. Hey, Evan, how are you doing? Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you too. I hope you're having a great time. It'd be great if just for a minute we could find out a little bit about Christmas for you. What's your favourite thing about Christmas? I love that everything like slows down. Ooh, yeah, that's a good answer. It, yeah, it's like, I mean, just the, you get to really enjoy every day. I mean, it's darker, it's colder, and you get to be inside with family. Um, I mean, that's that's my favorite thing about Christmas time. Like, I mean, going to see the Christmas lights, every, I mean, all of it, the hot chocolate, uh, hot cocoa, whatever you, you, you fancy. But I love that, that everything's busy like all year. And then at some point in December, everything just stops. Oh, what a great answer. I'm really hoping that people are getting a chance to stop and enjoy time with family and friends for sure. So, um, in fact, I'm just going to quickly ask you now, favourite Christmas movie? Have you got one? Oh, my favourite Christmas. Oh, have you seen Klaus? Yes, I think I have seen Klaus. That's a good recommendation. I was blown away by Klaus. So, so um, did you see that recently? Yes, a few years ago, but like my, my wife and I watched it last year and she loved it. And we've been recommending it to people. Great recommendation. Klaus, there you go. If you're thinking right now, what Christmas movie should I watch? That is Evan's recommendation for us, Klaus. So different people have got different love languages. Um, and so gifts are one of those love, love languages. What's, what's your love language? Yeah, mine is definitely 100% words of affirmation. I think being a songwriter and an artist that is probably typical um you know but just like when my wife says she's proud of me when my parents when people are like happy with what i've done i'm also three on the enneagram so like achieving things and being told i've done i've done well is um definitely fills up my love tank that was a great answer evan I, he, I, I'm just, very, I'm, I'm kidding. Very self-aware. Yeah, I'm just saying it's great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> just need to appraise you instantly for doing so well. So, so, so it's not gifts for you. What, what's, what's your wife, Rachel's love language? She is acts of service. 
Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think my wife, yes. my wife's quality time and acts of service. So ironically, yeah. seeing as I'm on the radio, uh, my, 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 my love language is touch. The radio doesn't have that. So, but anyway, yeah. um, okay. Cool. So, um, what, so talking about presents though, which, so gifts isn't for either of you, the key thing, but what's the best present that you've ever received? Man, uh, best present, you know, so when we did, a, I mean, it's things like this, it's things like we moved from Nashville to Houston for to be at a church. And like we, when we showed up in our 26 foot moving van, so that's like what, eight meters, nine meters, it was massive. And we showed up with all of our stuff and 25 people from our church showed up at our house and helped us unload everything the first day we got here. And we didn't have a single box by the, in, in four hours, they took everything out. Like it was it was just the 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 active community the experience of that and you know we did a baby shower and we had like 50 people from our church or more our pastors opened up their home it was absolutely just like they wanted to celebrate my wife me our our baby like i mean that that to me is is you know you could buy a car you could do whatever but that's a monetary value like having community and having people love you that much is to me the the greatest gift wow beautiful absolutely absolutely lovely but i would take a car yeah, yeah. As, <laughs> as, 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 as it's not as good as the other but a car if it has to be a car a car would, would be always helpful uh, so uh, what's the best gift I'm, I'm now thinking probably about something you've made or bought what's the best gift that you've ever given to someone um i gave my guitar player a guitar Ooh that he this is not just any guitar he sold it when he got married to pay for the wedding and it's a gibson es335 i traded a guitar that i didn't really even care about that much and um somebody but somebody really wanted it, it whatever they wanted this guitar so i said sure i'll trade you and they gave me a brand new es335 and it's like the hollow body that like um uh you know it's like like jazz um, you know, players use. And so my guitar player, I told him I, I flew into Houston. He lives here when I was living in Nashville. And I said, Hey, like, can I borrow your guitar? Cause I don't want to, you know, take mine just trying to, you know, he was like, man, are you serious? And so he drove like 45 minutes to get to where I was staying. And he brings me the guitar and I'm like, Hey, just, can you come into the hotel? Like, cause he, he wanted me to come out. Was, he's like, he's like, what the heck, man? Like, <laughs> I drove all the way out here and I'm like, come on, just come, come on in, like say hi. And my past, one of my pastor friends was there and, and some other people. And I had the guitar hiding behind a couch and I was like, Hey, can you just check to make sure the guitar is right? Like, you know, it's too, it, you know, whatever. I was just making up stuff. And, and he hands it to me. He's like, it's fine. Like a little irritated. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, Hey, I'll take this one, but you take this guitar. And he's like, what do you mean? You already had a guitar with you? Like what, you know, he's like, he's, he just doesn't get it. It doesn't connect. And I'm like, no, you can, you can keep this one. And he, it, like I had been asking him if I get this guitar, what color should I get? What should I do with it? Like, you know, and he's like, get this color, do this, do that. Like, that'll look really good. And I, I don't, you know, I, I lead worship. So I need an acoustic, like, I don't care about what kind of, as long as it sounds good. <laughs> And so he cried. Oh man, it was, 
he's the kind of guy that'll buy, he'll do things for other people, but never for himself. And so I was very excited to be able to gift him that, um, you know, and, and he's, he's a great, great friend. So that was probably one of the most fun things I I've been able to give away a lot of guitars, even in Latin America that were like, I would buy instead of like a really expensive $3,000 guitar, I would buy $500 guitars that are great. Ed Sheeran uses a Martin, whatever it's called. And like he would use it on his tour. So I said, that's fine for me. And I would be able to give them away over like the course of a year. And I would talk to pastors and say, who at your church do you think deserves this? That's like faithful is, is learning to play an instrument needs, needs like some encouragement. Um, so I think that's, that's been really fun to be able to do. That is a really beautiful thing to do. Actually. I love, I love both those stories. So with Christmas traditions though, everyone's got slightly different traditions. What's your favorite Christmas tradition? I'm, I think they really just, we would, we'd go around with hot chocolate and I mean, I remember when I was a kid, we had a minivan and we would sit in it, invite a friend with hot chocolate and go look at lights, Christmas lights. Oh, um, Christmas lights is great. Yeah, that was, yeah I enjoyed doing that with, with my family. Yeah. And I mean, I just, I love the, like the opening of gifts together and, and really family getting together because we, people are busy. And that's why I say like, just slowing down, like everyone's saying, Hey, this, this time we're not going to work. We're going to be present. We're going to be together. Um, is, that's my favorite. Awesome. Uh, and is there one Christmas food that really makes the meal special for you? I don't even know what this stuff is called. <laughs> it's going to be hard to describe. Like, Go on then. It's like, I mean, what it reminds me of Thanksgiving and Christmas because some of it, some of the food kind of blends together. I mean, a lot of people do ham here for Christmas, but like, there's this. This is this sounds weird. It is green beans with like some i i'm probably describing it wrong it's probably not i'm i'm thinking in my head it's clam chowder but it's probably cream of mushroom it's cream of mushroom oh yeah you put that on top of it and then this is i didn't invent this but people put marshmallows on top oh okay i i have i've been to a thanksgiving dinner where they put marshmallows on the food that you should an english person would never put marshmallows on any of these things but actually it works quite well yeah yeah so surprisingly it's, like, it's kind of a weird thing yeah and or they'll put like they'll put like not for is it fr like fried onion things on it too like i mean i don't know i don't i'm not a great cook so i just eat whatever's there um i mean my favorite thanksgiving food is the um cranberry sauce to me that's just that makes it yeah and what are you most looking forward to about this christmas this is our first christmas with our daughter so we get to dress her up and my wife has all of the outfits for her bows and get her gifts and so that is going to be absolutely amazing Beautiful. That's great. Family time for the first time as a, as a family with a little one. It's a, it's a special and a changing Christmas forever from yes. that, I'm sure. Um, so yes. you've chosen a Christmas track for us. Tell us about the track. What is it and why did you pick it? So this song is called Someone Like Me. And it starts out say, like kind of just 
describing I'm in the, in the last pew where I sit every Christmas Eve. Um, I, I wrote this on a plane and then ended up going to the Christmas writing camp, but it says like where I lost my faith between broken and shattered dreams. Uh, where do I go? If not the place where I found belief, is it this time of year? Or are you calling out to me? And I, th- to me, it's, it's, I was just imagining all the people who Christmas is really hard where, you know, they've lost everything where it's not this, you know, amazing celebration of, Hey, I'm with my family. I'm eating my favorite foods. Everything's slowed down. It's, it's God, I'm, I'm broken. I'm, you know, this is supposed to be a time of, of celebration, but I am, I'm hurting and, you know, I feel lost. I feel um, you know, distant from, from you. And in the chorus, you know, it says, is there mercy for someone like me? And, you know, the, the story of the Bible is that there is mercy, there is grace. And so I think it's, it's fair for us to ask God, but what about someone like me? And, you know, from what I've done and then to show this over like overwhelming grace that God has in our lives. Um, where he has, you know, sent his son to die for us, where Jesus has overcome the grave, has overcome our sins. And and it all starts like, I mean, it, you know, it starts at the moment of creation, but it's, you know, it this part of the story starts at Jesus' birth, where this king who came in a manger would rescue a stranger. Like that's what the chorus says. Um, and that's what I love. I love so much about the song is that it's not like it's, I think that, you know, there's a lot of songs that celebrate, um, and, and, and on my Christmas EP, I have songs that, you know, are praise songs. Um, but, but God, like, I, this is really where I'm at today. And is that okay? Can you, can you help somebody who has doubts, who's failed, who, you know, for the, the for the people who've lost their families, for the people who are going through divorces, for the people who are going through, I mean, think about just, you know, what has happened this year with wars in in Europe, in the Middle East. And for those people to say, hey, is there mercy for someone like me? Like we're going through it. And I don't know how to reconcile all of this. And so, you know, I just I just want to give a space in my music for people to ask those questions and and maybe articulate that for them. So I pray to the king they see they came in a manger would rescue me despite all my failures is there mercy for someone like me I'm very pleased to say that someone's just popped into our festive studio and it's none other than the wonderful Lucy Grimble. Hey Lucy, how are you doing? Hello, I'm very well, thanks. Do you know what, if I was to make a feature film, a Christmas one, I would make the feature film called Merry Christmas Lucy Grimble, because I think that would be a great name for a feature film. So I don't know exactly what would happen in it, but it'd be festive, that's for sure. So what's your favourite thing about Christmas? Oh, I think it's just the slowing down and spending time with family. I think it's like, 
you know, it feels like everyone turns their phone off and just, you know, well, I certainly do. And then I just spend time with family and that's the, that's the best bit. That is the best Christmas tip I've heard in a long time. <laughs> everyone, this Christmas, if it's appropriate, and you can't do if you work for like security services, but if it's appropriate, <laughs> turn your mobile phones off at yeah. Christmas, put them, put them somewhere hidden, sit around the Christmas table with no interruptions and be together. <laughs> really, really, I'm going to do that, Lucy. You, you've inspired me. Thank you. And what's your favourite thing about a Christmas meal? What's the food that makes it special? Well, the pigs in blanket. Um, yeah, love a pig, pigs in blanket. Christmas movies. Do you have a favourite Christmas movie? I do love Home Alone. I know that is very, you know, that's very cliched, but I do love Home Alone. Home Alone is actually the reason Tom and I started chatting. Um, he sort of slid into my DMs because I posted the, the tarantula scene from Home Alone on my sort of Instagram stories. And then he responded and um, he made some kind of witty response. And then we just got chatting and sort of that kind of kicked off. A relation. I did not know that. I, I, I assumed it was introduction by friends or whatever, but it's not. It's a tarantula from Home Alone. Yeah. I mean, subsequently, then we were introduced to each other at, at like a dinner party and we sat next to each other. But that was the first sort of interaction with him. Wow. Okay. Well, that, 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 when I watch Home Alone, which I probably will within the next uh, short period of time, I think, I will remember that and I will be um, yeah. going, wow, I bet the people who made Home Road do not know that they are responsible for a marriage from that scene. <laughs> there we but go. I'm glad it ended up so well. <laughs> getting into the festive spirit. I'm very pleased to say that Caleb and John have popped in to have a quick chat with us about, well, their Christmases. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, great, how are you? What's up, Gordon? Obviously, I'm gonna, I know the answer is gonna be Jesus is the reason for the season. He's the important thing. It's, it is all about him. And it's terrible to say this, but if I park that for one moment, let's talk about, let's talk about Christmas dinner, okay? Is there something in Christmas dinner that for you is the thing that makes a good Christmas dinner? Okay. I, so this, every time I think about Christmas and food, I think about one thing and it's not necessarily part of dinner, but my mom makes the greatest Chex Mix and it's like a seasonal thing. She only does it around Christmas time. Did, did you say, do you say Chegs? Chex Mix. What on earth is that? <laughs> you don't know what Chex Mix is. John, I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> okay. Up? So. 
all that you put in all these spices you put in it's like a lot of cereal pretzels and you like mix it all together and um i can't believe you don't know what chex mix is, is I, I said that there was a cultural difference it's, is, okay, it's obviously fair, bigger than fair. i realized <laughs> it's it's so good you can put a lot of um just of whatever you want in it so you can put like my mom will put like um like honey roasted peanuts in there she'll put in um like a lot of different cereals she'll put in uh uh like sometimes you can put in like little chocolate bits uh she'll put in you know all of these different things and spices and then you put it all together she puts it in this big tub and then we all just take from it and it's the greatest seasonal food in my opinion <laughs> so so it's it's not cooked it's just like when you say cereals, you mean like from a cereal box, like Kellogg's? Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, but oh. it's, and it's not what you think. It's more so of. It's uh, like a savory, like kind of like bready type. It's very hard to explain. Yeah. It is very hard to explain. Listeners, Google Chex Mix, C H E X Mix. Oh, C H E X. Okay, yes. I, I can, I can, I can do that right away. Yeah, and I it's not, it's not like uh, you're not putting, you know like fruit loops in there or anything or like you know i'm looking at some pictures of it right now this is it's so good this is a new thing that we do not have in the uk as far as i am aware i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to start hunting around for it so okay mm -hmm. i have been i have been educated in, in a, a christmas tradition your fa family which i have never heard of ever so thank you john caleb <laughs> have you got have you got something that i'll understand what you're talking about you know what? I think we're a good bit more traditional, perhaps, uh, in my family. So, so my parents. Um, so my my mom makes a phenomenal turkey. She makes turkey every Christmas, uh, and then she makes just an incredible. Uh, it's like a it's it's called a twice baked loaded baked potato uh, casserole that is a favorite and a staple. But really. When it comes down to it, a, a big tradition that we have is she will make probably about 10 different assortments of different cookies, like Christmas cookies. And then we drive around either Christmas Eve or some night before Christmas, look at Christmas lights in different neighborhoods, and we sing Christmas carols at the top of our lungs. So that has got to happen every year. That that sounds like a cool tradition. Okay, I, I, I like that one. So I, I, can't, I can't sing, which probably makes it <laughs> less appealing for those around me. But as a concept, it is a, it is a good one. It is a good one. Okay, so what is the best Christmas present you've ever given to somebody? And, and I know that the best Christmas present, of course, is God's presence. So, but, but other than that, Christmas present you've, you've purchased for someone. Oh, man. So last year, uh, I had heard my wife talk about how she was like, oh, I've always, you know, thought about getting into photography, um, but I've just, I've never gotten around to it. And I, I remembered that and I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure she gets a camera this year. So I got her a camera. It was a, it was a nice camera. Um, and it was, I was actually out on tour. Um, we were, I was with Katie Nicole, but we were opening for Jeremy camp. Um, and their photographer, um, just super nice guy. And so he referred me to this website and everything. It was, I got like the stuff. I I know nothing about photography, photography, but he did. And so I got, uh, I got the stuff that he recommended. And with that, my wife started this like whole photography company. And so, and I'm just super proud of her. So, wow. Yeah, that is a really cool present. So, yeah. I, 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 I'm thinking of unusual presents. Ron, I bought my wife once a chainsaw. That was that was quite a good present. I think. 
So um, uh, not, not probably not the average thing that most people buy their wives, but yep, that's one thing I got. Uh, in fact, what, what's been an, an unusual present that you've maybe received? Maybe something you didn't want to even, I don't know. No, let's see. Uh, an un, a really cool, unusual gift uh, was a boba tea kit to make boba tea that I got one year. I'm like, that's so outside the box. It's super cool. Um, and, you know, because my wife and I, we, we love bubble tea and boba tea. And so that was a cool gift to get. So so for those people who don't know, what what is boba tea? Uh, it's like, um, it's kind of, I think it's Japanese in, in origin, but it's like, it's a milk tea. And there's kind of these like little balls in the tea. That's kind of like tapioca, like kind of chewable type thing. So. Wow. That's unusual. I will say, uh, I could count on my parents every single year to get me a fresh pair of underwear uh, for Christmas. And that will be his one for the year. <laughs> Does it last the whole year, that one pair? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it lasts all year round. So, yeah. Oh, that's that's the only thing I can think of as far as weird gifts. But... I, I would recommend you ask for seven pairs. That will be easier for washing on the road. So, um, so I, I will quickly tell you the weirdest present I ever got, age seven, a relation of mine, it might have been my mum, but she is probably listening, so I have to be careful what I say, bought me a frying pan. As a seven-year-old? Yes. She said she said I might need it for cubs. So that was that was that was the logic. So anyway, how I generous. For cubs. How generous. Um, but but I have to let that one go. I feel it's been long enough. So so I just want to while I'm on air, wow. just say thank you, Mummy, for all the lovely presents you did buy me at other stages. So um so there were many useful things, I must add. Okay. So um so getting back to Christmas though. This coming Christmas, what are you most looking forward to? All right, I'm going to jump right in. So uh, my wife and I, we just closed on our new house uh, a few days ago, which is really exciting. So this Christmas is going to be the first Christmas inside our, our new home. Um, and it is, it's uh, it's a little bit outside of Nashville. Um, and it's kind of like a log cabin style house. And so, man, we are just, we're wow. really excited to just having some family over and just taking, and, and just having time to ourselves. Uh, we're not going to be touring around Christmas. So just the biggest thing is just going to be just being at home. This been it's been you know a long year of touring and and i've been gone a lot and, and my wife's been awesome she's been an incredible trooper with everything and so just taking that time to be intentional and being together is really honestly what i'm most looking forward to that's lovely whereabouts outside nashville uh, it's in columbia tennessee which is about 45 ish to to a minute south okay okay so Nash nashville yeah. nashville ish ish yeah, yeah. Nashville ish yeah so i believe you've chosen a song because you have not yet done a christmas song if you've done a christmas song we might have featured that i suspect it would have been good enough to make this slot <laughs> but very kindly you've you've had a little think about another song that you'd like to introduce what what track is it yeah, so this is Grown Up Christmas List by Kane. It is one of my favorite modern Christmas songs. Uh, and it just talks about, you know, just kind of the, the growing up, but still having a desire for not just your life, uh, but for the world uh, as your as Christmas time comes around. And that is peace on earth. That is goodwill to men. And that is that we would all just take a moment and celebrate the coming of our Savior Jesus. Oh, bless you guys. Have a great Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. As children, we the grandest sight to see Was something lovely Right beneath our tree yeah. But heaven only knows 
And Christmas is just around the corner. I'm very pleased to say that I'm joined by the wonderful Our Atlantic Roots. That's Laura Mack. Hey, guys, how you doing? Hey, we're great. Thank you. Thanks for having us. It's nice to see you again. So um, Christmas, you guys, obviously, uh, well, I guess multicultural marriage because one of you is from somewhere up north in the UK, uh, mm-hmm. which which will be Laura, and, and, and Mac is over <laughs> from North Carolina. So uh, do you have different expectations around what Christmas should be like? No, I think we agree for the most yeah, part. We both yeah. love Christmas and we both love to spend the whole of December watching Christmas movies, oh. listening to Christmas music. I do think that the one difference is, and, and Mac has embraced this as best he can, but um, obviously growing up in England, I did grow up with some different Christmas music to Mac and um, do love a good old 80s Christmas track. You know, all the classics. I'm good with most of it. Um, There's you know, the odd one that's a little weird. Things like Slade and, and Wizard and, um, and Wham, you know, all yep. those classics. Yep. Um, they're all quite new to Mac. I mean, he no. knew he knew last Christmas, obviously. But there are some songs that are um, that were a, a, a shock to Mac when I first showed them to him. But I grew up with them, and he's <laughs> he's learned to embrace them, haven't you? Yeah. Favorite two Christmas movies, then? Ooh. Well, <laughs> only two. <laughs> it's really hard. It's really hard because we have a tradition. This is the, I'll share this with you. It's quite cute, really. Um, but Mac and I always watch the Polar Express on Christmas Eve, mm. and we sleep in the living room. Like we take our bed into the living room, and we fall to sleep to um, the sounds, the magical sounds of the Polar Express. Uh, so we are literally children at heart. And we, I, I, I have got the Polar Express. 3D edition because I've got a really old TV, one of the ones that actually does 3D, so we can sit there as a family and oh watch my gosh. it. So cool! You might just show up at your house on on Christmas Eve, That's awesome. you know, with yeah. our glasses on. Um, yeah. yeah, Polar Express has got to be there. I have to say, for me, it would be the Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, that's a good one as well. I grew yes. up watching that. That's another one that we always watch with my family on Christmas Eve, and I can pretty much quote the entire movie. But it's just, yeah, I love it. Uh, I have not seen. I have not seen the film Elf. Um, lots of people have seen Elf. No, oh, you look, you, you look shocked. Yeah. Is it a good film? Yeah, it is. Yeah, and it's actually, really funny. I once dressed up as Elf for a Christmas party, complete with the bright yellow tights. Yep. That, okay. That, that that that. Have you got a photo? We should put that on our social. So oh, um, back for a while, for a few years, we've had. Uh, it was funny. We had like a little cardboard cutout of Elf as our tree topper. Yes. Oh, okay. Did did you know that there's an elf musical in in Central yes, London? Yes. Yeah. We actually. Yeah, we well, did see that. We saw a poster. It wasn't out on the day that we were in London. Otherwise, we would have 100 percent gone to see it. Okay. So so that that would appeal to you then. So if you if yeah. if you're going back to London, anybody listening to this over the Christmas period, you could go and see Elf. I've no idea if it's going on. So so what's what are your favourite two Christmas songs? Oh, gosh, I, I am a real fan of. Um, I mean, as far as like traditional carols go, I really like the minor sounding carols and I like the whole Victorian Christmas thing, like Dickensian Christmas vibes. So I like God Rest You Merry Gentlemen as like a carol, I would say. Um, but Christmas song, favourite Christmas song in general? Uh, it's really hard. I'd probably say White Christmas. And for me, I think um, Merry Christmas, everyone. Um, is it called Merry Christmas, everyone? The wizard one? Um, oh, here it is. Merry Christmas. Everybody's having fun. Is that right? Is that 
Yeah, that's very good. I think I don't. I, I, yes, I think I think you're totally right. In fact, you sang it very beautifully. I did, really did not join in because I didn't think it would add anything helpful with my harmonies. So, yeah, um, um, but yes, that 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 definitely is a good. I think that's a good Christmas song. One last question, if I may. What's been your favourite Christmas gift you've ever received? Oh my goodness! Wow, that's. Wow. I'm really hoping Max is going to say something now that I've given him. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> There's a lot. There's so many. Um, but actually, the one that always springs to mind is when I was a kid. There was a bike that I wanted for Christmas, and I knew that my family couldn't afford it. And so I put it on my Christmas list, but then you know realized that my family wouldn't be able to afford it because it was kind of a tough time for us. And then, um, and then Christmas morning, I woke up and I opened all my presents and I was so grateful for everything that I had gotten. And then I walked outside and the bike was sat there. And Whoa. I just remember being so moved and like, um, yeah, I don't. That is a lovely quality, I have to say, about Mac. Just going to brag on my husband now. But um, he is he just is so grateful for what he's what he's been given mm. and um and that's just a really lovely character that he's always had and um so it's quite fun at christmas because it's really easy to like get that joy you know that joy that you get when you give someone a gift that and they weren't expecting it or they really love it um yeah Mac, it's always nice to see mac open his gifts at christmas anyway um my favorite gift honestly I can barely remember what I had to eat yesterday. So it's hard to think of a specific thing. But one thing that I would say is that when I was living out in the States, um, I obviously, I missed my family and I missed I missed Christmas particularly because we've always kind of had a, my immediate family, so my mum and dad and brother and sister would always spend Christmas Day together. And I remember the first year being away from them and, and our traditions was, was difficult. Um, it was a joy to be with another family at the other side of the world but I did miss my family and they actually sent me in the post um the DVD of the snowman and the snowman is something that we watched every Christmas Eve and for whatever reason back then I mean it wasn't that long ago but everything's come along so much since then when it comes to technology I couldn't find the snowman in America people didn't know about it so for anyone listening the snowman by Raymond Briggs um and uh yeah you had never heard of that had you growing up and no. i could just couldn't find it anywhere so receiving that in the post so that i could watch it was um nostalgic and lovely but i did also miss my family even more after that to be honest <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it was a lovely gift but reminded you too much of them so yeah. yeah yeah okay that's very cool well you guys have actually got a christmas song it's part of the reason that you're here to share your brand new christmas song uh do you want to tell us a quick bit about the one yeah. song, Light so, All the Lanterns. So I'll take lead on this one, I guess, because I wrote... Uh, well, Max well, started actually, writing I started, lyrics. I started you, writing you this start, one. You can start sharing a bit about it. Um, so we had kind of been talking about the idea of doing a Christmas song for, for years, but we haven't actually done it up until now just because we both love Christmas so much and we we wanted it to be like the right thing when we released it. Um, and as much as we love as well some of the like more fun Christmas songs, um, we we really wanted to write something that retained the kind of depth that a lot of our songs have. And we still wanted to write from an authentic place. And we were thinking about the concept of the fact that Christmas is kind of this um, 
this strange part of the year where you're kind of like reflecting on like the year that's passed by and it's like there's kind of these mixed emotions of like this year coming to an end but also the kind of excitement but also the the almost sometimes can be a little bit of yeah anticipation and of of like what's to come you know in the new year and like what's what's gonna you know happen in the new year what are we actually you know going to experience this time next year you know what are we going to think back and reflect on so but yeah it's about being present with your family and yeah exactly and, so yeah yeah and being in that moment and enjoying the the just the atmosphere and the, the beauty of christmas but it's not always nice for everyone um and so there's that kind of like you know we we didn't want to just write the happy christmas song and think you know, we were think we were thinking about all of this in the mix of it. So I started writing about that very thing of, you know, thinking back on the year left behind. Up ahead, there's a new one in sight. Um and then we kind of took the song from that first verse that Mac wrote to thinking and reflecting about the moment that everything changed when Jesus <clears throat> came um came into this world um to meet with us, to be with us, um, Emmanuel, God with us. And that's where the kind of chorus came from. And we wanted to essentially bring um bring the listeners' attention back to the heart and hope of Christmas. And it's a song that's all about light. It's all about mm. hope. It's um it's kind of uh, we we were thinking also about the Christmas truce in World War One, um, and uh, I'm sure, of course, many people are familiar with the story of how, um, just for really a brief moment in the grand scheme of the the First World War, um, in particular in certain trenches, the mm-hmm. fighting stopped and um, the two sides came out and um, <clears throat> and and shared, um, you know, gave each other little gifts or you know talks to each other i don't know whether they did actually sing christmas carols or not i think that's a that's what some people say um but either way it was just this kind of i was so impacted thinking about that that when jesus came into the world everything changed from that moment for all of humanity um for every generation to come and i was thinking how how important is this time that even in one of our darkest moments in history during the first world war um, the fighting ceased just for a moment and there was peace um in 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 that moment um and um i think the song yeah, yeah really is is this kind of lyrically this moment of light um you know and and it's I think it whether you're having a great christmas whether christmas is has is a good time for you and brings back fond memories or whether it's a difficult season for you i think it just kind of brings it that fact that this is a that season to celebrate the light of the world and that's something that we can all agree on um that you know this is this is a, a season of celebrating light in the darkest physical time of the year yeah because there's a reason that obviously like we celebrate christmas um right in the middle of the darkest season um the actual darkness um you know gets dark really early mm-hmm. Um, and that's the that's the time that we remember Jesus, the light of the world. Yeah. So we kind of wanted to bring that into our song and even bring that into our artwork. So I um, drew the artwork for this one, which was, uh, I, I wasn't actually sure. I, I kind wow. of set out with this idea that I'd quite like to draw the artwork for the song, but I'd never done that before. Mm-hmm. And I'm quite pleased with how it turned out. Oh, come, oh, come, Joyless sorrow 
thank you so very much for all of our special guests who made the show well so special today i hope you really enjoyed it and also thank you to all the other artists who over the past year have been on the show uh, and made the show just well what it's turned into which i hope is a blessing to many many people including yourself dear listener in fact i want to say thank you for being part of our journey uh, joining us week after week uh, and listening to the stories and the great music the artists have to share before we wrap up for christmas maybe right now it'd be great if i just prayed for us Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for your amazing love that knows no bounds. I thank you that you are kind and generous and you never turn away from us. I thank you that your love goes on and on. And I want to pray blessing over each and every one of us as we go through this Christmas period and into the new year. Jesus, I pray that we will be aware of your goodness, your kindness, that you walk ahead of us and beside us. And you are the King who loves to meet with us. Amen. Well, thank you so much. I look forward to meeting with you and being, well, your host for the Artist Interview as we go forwards into the next year. May I wish you a very happy Christmas celebration for you and those that you love and a wonderful new year. God bless you.